0: Captain Sam, can you hear me? On your left. I am Loki of Asgard. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I... These violent delights have violent ends. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Movie Punditry. Mr. Mike, how you doing? Um, you know, just living. Hanging in there. I'm yeah. here. I'm hanging in. Doing what uh, I can do. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes that's all you can do. Uh, I saw somebody say something about self-care, that like sometimes self-care is going to the gym. Sometimes self-care is eating three tubs of ice cream. So you gotta do what you I've, do I've experienced
1: today. at least one of those in the last week.
0: <laughs> um, folks, uh, today we'll be discussing She-Hulk, um, another great addition to this great uh, Phase Four run, and I don't mean that sarcastically. Is it though? A- I love it. i only I've only seen the first episode, but I absolutely love it. Um, we'll also be talking about Westworld. And For All Mankind. Um, so, uh, let's, since we... I think we seem to be divided on She-Hulk, we'll start with that. Because you said, is it, though? So what are your thoughts on this? Um, I guess it's okay.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I, I, there was, a, there was parts of the first episode that I liked a lot. Um, I think, uh... I don't know that I'm a huge fan of of the campiness of it. Yep. Um but I understand that there's people who who dig that. And which is weird because I love like Thor Ragnarok, but mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't know. I I just I guess I just wished it had a little more bite to it. And I think, you know, and, and I understand the reasons for it, but I think the CG is distractingly bad. Mm-hmm. Um even Mark Ruffalo's, and you figure they'd have that model pretty knocked down.
0: I think that model costs a little bit more to use. Maybe on TV.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. But on the other hand, they don't. It doesn't have to be as good. I mean, you're on a, you know, you're not on a sixty-foot wide screen. True. And there's a I, lot of, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in the air these days about. VFX artists in Marvel. Oh, yeah.
0: Not, to be, not too many of VFX artists really happy with them. No,
1: not at all. Um, apparently, they the mouse is a very
0: hard taskmaster. You know, Joe Jackson. Uh, Who else is a hard taskmaster? You know, some when you demand greatness out of people, it comes with a price. Yeah, no,
1: it it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, and I can understand, you know, I mean, I guess the, I guess the CG does its job. Um, it's just when you're used to it, you know, being pretty good in the films, especially, you know, the Hulk. Um, and it's a little, it's a little kind of uncanny and she's a little kind of uncanny. But I see what they're doing with it. I see what they're going with it. I think it's actually going to take on some pretty interesting topics. Hmm. Um, so, you know, the fact, um, that, you know, she's going to be dealing with, with Blonsky and is, I, I think it's interesting, you know, and I think they could actually make something interesting out of that. So it's, you know, the jury's out, excuse the pun, yeah. The jury's out on this legal comedy, um, you know, I think she's good. She's great. So you know, I don't have any problem with her. Um, I don't have any problem with anybody who's in the show. I think her uh, her friend who plays her paralegal she's she's really good and pretty yep. funny. You know, so I don't have any problem with any of the casting or anything like that. The tone, just the tone, I guess, is not what I was expecting.
0: Uh, I absolutely mind you. So in the first episode, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. So, for me, outside of Miss Marvel, Phase 4 has been pretty bleak. Not that the fate, that just the tone of it. Because we're dealing with this post, you know, snap, everybody come back, and hearing people talk about how the world was when people were gone for five years... And then try to put things back together, you know. For the the small bit of triumph that Sam had in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, it still was a heavy. The tone of the show was heavy. Wanda World was heavy. This grief and this loss. Loki was pretty dark, and even you can see the way it was shot. I mean, what if like that thing was pretty dark at times? You know, Miss Marvel lightened it up. And um, I didn't see Lo- Thor Love and Thunder. Doctor Strange was, there's a couple times I'm like, how is this thing not rated R? So for me, this thing was super lighthearted. Love the jokes. Um, Love the woman playing She Hulk. And even then, like, you could see that Thor is, I mean, Hulk is, is still dealing with, like, hey, I miss Tony. You know, I miss Cap. I miss my friends. Um, oh, so they still, you know, they're still dealing with that fallout. But I loved everything about the show. Loved her breaking the fourth wall. Um, you know, they dropped some little the, like the old Sakaar ship showing up. That that CG looked really bad when that ship pulled up. Yeah. That looked like you ever play Wing Commander on Super Nintendo? Yeah, exactly. It was that <laughs> bad, and I was like, "It was, yeah, good god." Her face looked good. The VFX for her face looked good. Body. Oh, so here's the other. thing I do have an issue with. Why is she shaped like one of the people from Avatar? She is supposed to be jacked. Um, I don't know who made the this decision, this decision or the call to make her look like she's a triathlete. That's not the Jen Walters I grew up with. And I get it. Things change. This, is, this film version of these, these characters, I would have loved a bit more, you know, the canon guy, character that resembled what I grew up with. It's my only gripe. Other than that, I don't have any issues with it.
1: Yeah, uh, I, you... I, I, I'm guessing that, the you know, the vibe they're going for is you don't want, like, you know... Super muscular, you know, almost. I mean, because if you think about it, you know, Hulk is, you know, Hulk was frightening, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, even you know, Smart Hulk, whatever, you know, he's a big guy, you know. And and I think for for the vibe that they're going for, that they're still going to have her be like a lawyer in the courtroom in a suit. Um. You know, there's a. They have to kind of, I guess. You know, kind of fudge the fudge the body a little bit, so to speak. But I agree. Yeah, yeah. She definitely looks like a green navi. You know, just like really yeah, tall, really tall, really
0: athletic is kind of the vibe here. Um, but yeah, like other than that, like you know, one thing I do like another. Not one, another thing I do like about the show. You knew what miss captain marvel was about you know um women empowerment it kind of at the beginning of the film it danced around it then it got to that scene where she was fighting and they played the no doubt song in the background this show just got straight to it like okay this is what it's about it didn't try to dance around it and i appreciated that um i saw that a lot of people didn't like that on um Rotten tomatoes. Oh well. But at least if, if that's the tone of the show, just get straight to it. And I like the way that they did it.
1: Yeah, and you can't honestly you can't really take that rotten tomatoes thing too seriously. I mean that's a lot of you know, review bombing and Oh yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. Like I said. I, like I you know, I, I sent them the message you out like how long till the incels bring it down and it was pretty much twenty four hours. Pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly. <laughs> So, but yeah, like I, I like it. Um, what was it? are we getting it's nine episodes of this?
1: Um, we are getting episode. Yeah, nine episodes in the first season.
0: Good. And I don't find myself with other like with other MCU properties. I think for most of this phase I've stopped where is this going, where is this leading to? And I think that's probably where a lot of people's heads are still at. They want that thread, that overarching narrative. And I don't care so much. I'm like, I'll just take this one thing at a time and whatever I see on the screen, theater or at home, that's what I've got. And when I'm not gonna try to you know, spend too much time putting all these pieces together, right? I enjoy it that way. Let me just enjoy what I'm seeing on screen for what it is.
1: Yeah, and that's that. That's fair. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't begrudge anybody that, and and I don't hate it. I'm not mad at it. You know, it's just a little. I guess it's just a little like you. It's just a little. I I I'm used to She Hulk having a little more of an edge. Yeah, and that's that is I guess, kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, we were going to see, and obviously they're taking a little different tone with it.
0: You know what? That is true. She was a bit more sassy in, in your face, and I don't know. Maybe that's where the character will eventually evolve to. But yeah, that is. I didn't think about that. You are right. Um, other than that, I think I mean because it's only been two episodes in, and I haven't seen a, the second one, so it's not much to say on that. You want to jump into the really big thing that we haven't discussed in a while, but definitely need to tackle a Westworld? Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, I mean, this is... This is a show knows how to bring a finale down. Um, and uh, I think, you know, all in all, I would say season four worked a heck of a lot better than season three. It wasn't almost a high bar. Part, almost to the point where you could just pretty much completely really skip over season three. Um yeah, it was definitely definitely uh a, a a much better season, a much more coherent season. And uh I you gotta give gotta give it to Charlotte Hurl. I'll give her Charlotte Hale, I'll give her the slow clap for the for the face turn of the century. Oh yeah.
0: Uh good job Bernard sticking that pistol because
1: I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, the, the one he said reach for her with your left and she reached yeah. for her with her right. <laughs> I, yeah, so, um, no, I definitely, I, I was, I was, um, I was pretty impressed with that finale.
0: I contend the show should have probably ended at season two. They should have never left the park. It probably should have ended at season two. Because this was a better season than three, but it wasn't good for me.
1: Yeah, but 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 here we are. So, so yeah, we got to take what we got. Well, no, no, that's not that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is here we are now. Now we're back in the park, right? Well, or okay. we're back in um another loop, a simulation kind of, the of the park, thing. maybe. Um, I don't know, you know, uh, but, well, certainly, certainly when we started, it is definitely a simulation, right? Because at this point, so, so if, if the voiceover or if the narrative is to be believed, everybody's dead. Now everybody's dead. At, now everybody's dead yeah you know there's a couple of outliers out in the desert how you know they're not gonna last very long um and other than that all of humanity is dead and the only quote living things on the planet are in the in the sublime which dolores controls and so i i, I it seems to me it seems to me they were hedging their bets with this one like this could be a series finale. Yeah. If they don't get picked up for another series, for another season.
0: Cuz lord knows what's going on over at Warner Brothers Discovery.
1: No, it's a it's a it's a train wreck over there. I mean, you you other than other than House of the Dragon, you can't count on anything.
0: And Matt Reeves getting a bunch of first look deals. Yeah, I it was a it was a good you know season finale. I just didn't like where it was headed. Like, oh, so perfectly, but Clementine, what was the point of her role in in the episode? It it almost felt like. We need to just throw this person in here because she's been in this season a little bit. Let's give her something to do. Um, we never gotta explain what it was about Caleb that he was able to resist the programming. So are we to assume it's it's love? Wait, say that again? So you remember when um Charlotte asked him that she's been running the simulation on him to see what it was that made him able to resist her programming? And he right. had said, um, I've got something you don't... Is this, Was he supposed to say it was love, and they just never threw that in there? I, it didn't get I'm answered. guessing. Yeah. So the host can't...
1: But... I mean, he's got, you know, he's got this relationship with his daughter, which, you know, is real. Yeah. And, um... And I think that is really what's holding him out. And obviously, you know, she's doing a fidelity test on him. Yeah. You know, going back to season one. She's doing in season two, she's doing a fidelity test on him. Um and but I think, yeah, he's got you know the fact that um you know, his daughter's out there. He knows his daughter's out there. And, you know, he's, that's that's his thread. That's what he's holding on to.
0: I was hoping it would be something better than that, and they never gave us a clear-cut answer. I just feel like there was a lot left on the table that weren't any, not every thread is going to get, you know, tied up. And right. present it to you with some finality, but I feel like they left too much out there. And I, like you said, they're hedging their bets, like, okay, we can leave some of this stuff hanging, answer if we get a fifth season. If not, oh well, go the, you know, inception route when you guys can debate it for the end of time. Right. What was, so then what was, uh, what is it, Christina slash Dolores? So she was a program that was able to exist in the world and stop hosts, but not stop humans. No, it was the other way around. She,
1: she was a program that was basically observing. She was basically writing the loops for the humans. Okay. So Charlotte had, um, you know, infected whatever the humans. I think. I think. It, was supposed to be that the city was
0: like They're an experiment.
1: Westworld. Okay. Kind of. Right? And yeah. she had infected the human with these flies that controlled their actions. And Christina was basically she was basically in the Ford role, right? Writing the loops for the humans. Um, which is why she could control them, but she wasn't physically present there. Okay. Um and even and Teddy was kind of I I think Teddy was supposed to be kind of her own subconscious trying to wake her up. Okay. That's what
0: I think. No, that makes sense. That that makes sense because that's it sounds similar to the explanation she gave. You know what a better explanation would have been that when she was plugged into Roehrborn. She just got into this. It just, I get it. They didn't like season three and pretty much wanted to act like it didn't exist outside of Caleb and his family. But there were still things they could have used to tie into it. Right. It just felt like they worked so hard to distance themselves from that. And kind of backed themselves into some weird corners at the same time.
1: Yeah. Well, that I mean, that show is constantly writing itself into corners. Yes, I mean they they always have been, and I think the end of season three was a huge corner that they wrote themselves into. Um, that I think they largely dug themselves out of by ignoring.
0: It's kind of cheap too. You yeah. you you make something that bad, you should really try to fix it.
1: Well, I think I think they did try to fix it. You know, I think they try to walk a lot of it back, um, and I think they kept, I think they kept some of the more interesting ideas. I mean, I really liked, you know, I really liked the the relationship with Maeve and Caleb, and I like that they kind of kept that along for kept us along for a little while, um, and I like that they gave us a little bit of backstory on it, and you get this idea that they, you know, this this wasn't a jump from right from season three into season four, and it's like you know, Caleb's, like, back living at home. It's like, no, they fought a war for, like, seven years.
0: Yeah.
1: And and now he's kind of out of it. Um, You know, so I kind of, I like that idea. And I like, you know, and I, I, I guess I kind of like the idea of um, that the whole thing's been a loop, and now we're going to, Maybe take what we've learned or take what Dolores has learned now that she's been to the center of the maze and restart the loop and see what
0: happens. So, here's the thing with that isn't the sublime supposed to be heaven? So, nothing bad should happen in there, right? Correct. But, but remember what Akichita
1: told Bernard, it could be whatever he wants it to be. Ugh so somebody could have a really dastardly heaven. Right. And I think that's the point, is what, you know, now that everybody's an artificial, what's going to happen? You know, was it the humans who set us on this course? Or is it inevitable? You know, it's kind of, uh, you know, one of these, you know, Battlestar Galactic things, you know. All this has happened before and all this will happen again, you know.
0: That the, that's the premise if, of that show?
1: That's that's a big theme in Battlestar Galactica, yeah. Um, but if Dolores sets us back on the on the on the rails, so to speak, is it gonna be any different this time? Having learned what we learned and having now everybody be a host in there. And I think it opens the doors for some really interesting possibilities. I mean, you could you could have almost anybody back. You
0: know what i saying? So here's the thing. Does Anthony Hopkins not want to do the show anymore or they just don't want to bring him back? Does does who what not want to do the show anymore? Anthony Hopkins.
1: Well, I think Anthony Hopkins, he you know, I mean he's not really a TV guy. Oh, okay. Um so I don't I don't know if he'd be interested in coming back and doing another season. I mean possibly he would. I'm not ruling it out um but you know it's going to be interesting because if there are no actual humans you know is it so <clears throat> the other thing to remember is you know there was there was a couple of different kind of versions of like the human hosts mm-hmm. right there was so there was the hosts who were fully synthetic And programmed to mimic humans. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then there were hosts who were actually the consciousness of humans transferred into a host body. And that was less, that was always not successful. Yeah. Eventually, right? That was the whole point of the fidelity testing. And eventually, the body would reject, or the mind would reject the body. And it would start to break down, and that's you know that's what happened to two hundred and seventy four versions of Caleb or whatever whatever it was, right, but you know each one of them got a little bit further, yeah, you know and and was able to kind of pass on some kind of collective memory um you know, but that's what they were doing that's what they were doing with James Delos, you know and and I thought I thought what was really interesting was William's Arc, you know, the William host who was who was not William, right? He wasn't you know a uh, uh William's consciousness put into a host body. He was you know programmed to mimic William. Yeah. But you know, if he, I don't know if you remember like in the first season, there was this whole idea of reveries mm-hmm. and 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 that, you know, Ford and Arnold believed that the
0: pain would.
1: It was the trauma that the hosts endured that would bring them closer to consciousness, right? Yeah. And that's kind of basically what William was telling host William at the end, you know, is you've been me for so long that you are me now. Yeah. And you don't need to. You don't need to listen to hail. You don't need to go down this path because you are me. And you've, you've suffered all the pain that I've suffered and you, have you've, you know, you've done the things that I've done and you've behaved like me for so much that, you know, I live on in you basically.
0: That was a cool art for the show. I really liked that yeah. one a lot. And it was funny to see him. Fully transitioned back into the the man. In into black, the man blood. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: When he I, just walk like you know walks out of the the mist so to speak. Yeah.
0: And blows that guy away and steals the truck. And then he's like calling that guy out for um not fully participating because he's hiding out camping sniping people. Right. Yeah. That was cool. I'd like that. Gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like so it was a solid episode. I was just I don't think I was a fan of the season overall. Yeah. I don't I don't under I don't pretend to understand the geography of the episode though.
1: Yeah. Like if the city was actually New York City and How'd he get to Nevada or the wherever DM is actually the Hoover Dam? Like he rode a freaking horse. And meanwhile hail's in a
0: <laughs> a plane
1: and gets there after him, right? Exactly. Like I don't even like and how did So if if the the outliers are out in the middle of the desert, how do they get on a boat
0: and come into New York Harbor? You weren't supposed to think about that stuff that hard. Just just watch and enjoy the. How much did that show cost to make? I guess
1: you know Game of Thrones kind of ran into that whole process. You know, at the beginning, at the beginning, you know, the Game of Thrones takes place on this continent called Westeros, which is two thousand miles from north to south. And in the begin and in the books and in the beginning of the show, it would like literally take a month to get from like a city in the south to a city in the north, and by the end of the show, it was like overnight.
0: <laughs> oh brother! People getting away the their own narrative. Yeah, they're just fudging it. Um, I, wh- what did, on a percentage scale? What are the chances we get another season? Is I'd say it's probably 60%
1: at this point. And the only reason it's that low is because of all the... Who knows what the hell's going on over at Warner. But... So here's the thing is... is You know, like the flagship HBO shows... They seem, seem safe, pretty, right? Seem pretty, pretty, pretty safe. You know? So, like, Succession, like Billions, like Westworld, like... Um, you know, although Westworld is a is a very expensive show, yeah. Um, and I don't know where the ratings and stuff are. I I heard they were down. Yeah, and I and I don't know how much of that is like third season fatigue and people not being willing to, you know, take a shot at the fourth season. But, um, on the other hand, you know, House of the Dragon just like had the biggest premiere that HBO's ever had. Yeah. Like it crashed Amazon servers. So all right. So um who knows?
0: While we're on topic, can you explain what is going on with so alright, when first off, how is it that Discovery was the, the company that was able to pull the get the merger? Like was nobody else interested in this?
1: Well, I think it was like a a series of offs. and and you know, because there was like, um, you know, because the, there was like the whole ATT thing, and yeah. and you know, I don't really understand. I guess I don't really understand. The, the The nuances of it. Um, why Warner Media, Media and Discovery Media got together, and why Discovery is such a big piece of it. I mean, I know Discovery is a, a surprisingly big company. Um, and I know why. Uh, why, like ATT, wanted out from under it. Um, the debt, right? Yeah, they had huge debt, and You know, so, from a financial point of view, um, it's not their wheelhouse. No. And, you know, this may shore up um, discovery a little bit. And it it kind of rounds out um, what, you know, the offerings and things. I just don't know I, I just don't know where HBO Max fits in this. You know, it's kind of the red-headed stepchild at this point. Um, and I don't know... Because basically you have HBO, you have Discovery Media, and you have HBO Max somewhere in the middle. But here's the crazy and, thing.
0: That streaming okay. app is probably the... To me, I put it at... It's tied with Disney Plus, and probably there's some weeks where It's better than Disney+. Plus. Yeah. The amount of stuff you get from them, great content, new stuff, old stuff, and now I see reports that they're just throwing shows off so they don't have to play residuals to creators and actors. You know what's funny? It almost, all the people that are saying, don't get rid of your physical media, I'm like, damn, y'all were right.
1: Yeah, but I think I I I don't know that. I mean, as good as HBO is and as successful as HBO Max is, I don't know how well it's faring against Disney Plus and Netflix. And it's oh, you yeah. know takes a lot of money to run that pro- that service. Yeah, um, and then to also, you know, provide content for it. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they're trimming down uh to the point where they're looking at where they're spending their content money like netflix is doing you know netflix is is cutting down on a lot of their shows um and i mean you know we've always said content is king but you know you have to also spend your money smartly and you know after the pandemic people's Viewing habits and the way people consume media is much much different than it was three years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a completely different world, and um, you know, media companies just need to be, I think, a little smarter and a little more savvy. And Warner Brothers is, let's face it, Warner. Let's face it, nobody is making the money off you know movie movie screens the way that they used to. And it's going to take a while. I mean, it seems to be building back a little bit, um, but it's going to take a bit. It's going to take a little while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I mean, certainly, you know, Top time did great, but that's paramount. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, Warner Brothers movies, Warner, you know, tends to spend a lot of money on big movies that maybe don't necessarily have... The the financial legs, they make great movies, but you know expensive movies, um, and you know so they they need it, you know they and and you know DC has not shaped oh, right. it because it's been mismanaged, hasn't shaped its way out the way they were hoping to, and it's certainly not a competitor with. You know Marvel and what Marvel Studios is doing by any stretch of the imagination, it can't even find its own way. It's not even the um, same multiverse. It's not, and it's you know the, they seem to continue to be doing what they've done for years, which is throwing everything they possibly can at the wall. You know, hey, here's three different versions of Joker. Let's see which one works.
0: And now um, let's push back Aquaman. In we're gonna talk about that other movie, Shazam. Now yeah but the other one is different we i'm not talking about that one um i black Adam's coming baby oh God. the the black
1: adam d c e u yeah which makes no sense
0: i just i don't it, it's funny we went from d c oh and now. hey hey Ezra
1: Miller said he's sorry, so
0: we're good to go with flash. The joke was that just DC was a mess. Now, take like the whole company. Because, and I'm probably thinking smaller, but whenever I think of Discovery and, and the things they offer, the biggest thing that pops mind is whatever is on TLC and a lot of that horrible reality TV. Like, I know they have other stuff. Yeah, but you know, people watch the crap out of that stuff. I know, it gets watched a lot in my house.
1: They watch that stuff so much and and those shows are cheap those shows are so cheap to produce you could produce 8500 seasons of Storage Wars for what you know one episode of Game of Thrones cost you know it's just it's just absolutely and those you know house building shows or whatever freaking nature documentaries I mean those things are so cheap to produce. And the, and the thing about the reality TV shows, you know, you don't really have to hire writers. Nope. They're not actors. You're
0: definitely not getting actors. They're not
1: actors. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you, you make up some stuff and then you go shoot it.
0: And it's sad because whenever I think of HBO, I think of prestige, like the prestige TV. And but But to be fair, HBO still has prestige TV. And it will. I just... There's some cool stuff on HBO Max that I don't want to see go away. Yeah. <sighs> on to what I think is the best show on TV right now for all mankind. Like seriously, folks, if you you need something to watch, you like sci-fi. That's yeah. If a- you're sl- if you're
1: sleeping on this, and I know it's not. It's tough for people because it's on Apple TV, and not everybody has that Apple TV subscription. Um, but
0: you know, get a trial but- for a month. I just about two, three you, seasons, <laughs> you all know someone with an iPhone and they get a nice, lengthy trial. That's how I got in this. My wife got a billion Apple devices, and we got a trial. And because of this show, I was like, okay, we need to subscribe to this thing. There's a show on there, uh, called Loot, I can't remember yeah. what his name, shit and everything. Phenomenal Severance, phenomenal. I think, uh, there it goes, Apple TV Plus is going to be my new HBO Max if this thing gets thrown in the the dirt. They got some good stuff up there. But For All Mankind is the king on that that platform. Yeah, I think so.
1: That show is is really um, better than any business being. Yep.
0: It's the writing is phenomenal. The acting is great. The story it is telling, fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Can you, because I know you'll do it better than me. Can you give the folks a description of what the premise of this show is? So, okay. So this show is, um, it's,
1: it's an alternative history drama. Um, and in this version of history, the Soviets beat the Americans to the moon. And because the Soviets beat the Americans to the moon, the Americans doubled down on their space race instead of backing off it like we did in the 1970s. And it continues through, um, I guess it's, it's, this season was what, up into like the 1980s or so or early 90, no, the 90s, right? Like, you know, yeah, the Clinton 90s like Clinton running. Right, right. It was Clinton. It was like, it was like, mars 96 right something like that so yeah so this we're we're kind of like every season jumps a little bit this third season was uh in the 90s and it was like the race to mars and um so it's about competing interests going to mars uh the americans the soviet union which in this version is still there um as we find out the north koreans and 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 a corporate interest, um a private corporate helios. helios right, so um you know, so it was about that version of the space race and um and then I think we're gonna find that the next season's gonna if there's another season it's gonna jump you know maybe close to modern day, present day, maybe you know two thousand tens or something um. And then in the meantime, there's also a lot of you know political intrigue and political drama um, that goes on uh, between the people, and uh, you know there's family drama, there's political drama, there's a lot of stuff that goes on.
0: Race, sexuality,
1: uh, race, sexuality, politics, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, but it's just really well done. It's really well acted. It's very well cast. Um, It has surprisingly good. You know, uh, effects and sets and set pieces and, yeah. and visually, it's very pleasing to watch. And you know, you're not going to mistake it for you know a top, you know a tentpole theater, you know theatrical film. But as a television show, it's actually really good um, in terms of its visual appeal. And uh, yeah, if you're sleeping
0: on this, you are you are really really missing the boat. Another show. On Apple TV Plus is phenomenal. Foundation. Yeah. You haven't seen it yet? No, For All kind's is really the only one I watch. <laughs> okay. So here's the premise it's like the year 7000, height of technology, interstellar travel. There's a, a monarchy ruling the entire, like, all, every galaxy. But what it is, is they keep it's an emperor. They, there's the father, the son, and then there's, like, the older version. They're all clones. And there's always another clone ready to take one's place if they get sick or die. And if the clone shows any difference from what he's supposed to be, like, he isn't supposed to change. The, the Emperor thought, I've perfected everything. The galaxy's in perfect harmony. It should always be me to rule. But I always have to be myself. So you have these other certain sectors of the galaxy that are like, no, this has to end. This can't continue on. Cause there's literally hundreds of thousands of clones just ready to take the next one's place. Whether it's the child version, the middle-aged one or the old man version. And this guy has kind of figured out a scientist that this is all going to come to an end. And like he's mathematically predicted it and he's banished as a a, a heretic. But there's a girl that also has figured it out too. And he's like, basically stowed her away in another part of the galaxy so she can find a way to save everything. It is phenomenal. Like, you would love it. You would absolutely love it. I actually, I think I watched like the first two episodes of it.
1: Yeah. Um, And it didn't didn't really hook me, but, you know, who knows what kind of mood I was in when I was watching it.
0: I I I can't wait till it get, comes back, but it's one of those shows that they spent a gazillion dollars to make, so I'm probably not going to see it for another two years.
1: Well, yeah, but that's you know that's kind of the normal now, right? Is that yeah. you know you you do a show and it's you know, and then it's like a long time until you do until you get any more of it, you know, like you know it was like two years between seasons of Westworld kind of thing.
0: I almost um, forgot about the
1: show. Yeah, exactly, and it's like you're like, oh man, what the hell just happened? I don't even remember. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of genre, really great genre shows out there. Um, you know, uh, Joel Kinnaman was in was in a show called Altered Carbon. Um, I've heard the name. I never watched it. It's an it's on Netflix, so okay. it's it's easy to it's easy to watch, and it's kind of a it's it's kind of a similar. I want to say take. Um, in that you know, it's like there's this idea of clones and transferring your personality into clone bodies, mm-hmm. um, so you can you know people can live a long time. Like if your body's going to die, you can transfer it into like a another one. Okay, um, was
0: it Anthony Mackie in a season of that?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so the main character, um, and it's based on a, a series of books, but the main character is a guy named uh, Takashi Kovacs, and in the first season. Um, who is, who's, who originally as was born as Japanese. And then, um, he goes, he goes into prison and he's taken, which means they basically take you, take your mind out of a body and stick you like in a server farm somewhere. Um, but then they took him out and they put him into Joel Kinnaman's body. (laughs) So the first season he was Joel Kinnaman and then, um, and then something I think that's they call it a sleeve, the body. That sleeve dies at the end of the first season. And mm-hmm. then the second season he's he's in Anthony Mackie's body. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. But it's really good. Um, um Man in the High Castle is another one. I watched that um, It that was really good. If you dig, you know, that alternate history stuff, that's a, that's another really classic one, uh, based on um a Philip K. Dick book. Um I know Foundation is based on uh Isaac Asma an Isaac Asimov book. Um yeah, so there's a lot of really good genre stuff out there. Twelve monkeys, um, the series, not the movie. You know, that's really good. Um you know, Why the Last Man was different. really good, but it didn't get a second season. What's that? Why The Last Man on Hulu? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so there, you know, there's a lot of really good stuff out there if you're into into that kind of stuff and you wanna you know, and and the good part is a lot of these shows are done, you know, or they have yep. multiple seasons already done. So you can go, you can just watch the whole thing. I know? was
0: watching Man of the High Castle on my phone, on the Google display, Xbox, tablet. Yeah, yeah just because you're like, oh man, I need to know what happens next. Yeah. And then
1: especially, you know, like like the the beginning is kind of, like the first season is like kind of like this, you know, alternative historical drama thing and you're not really sure what's going on. And then, boom! It takes a hard right turn into science fiction. Yep. You know, at the end of it, and now it's like a second season, like a completely different show. Um, which, but it's kind of cool. Like it all kind of makes sense and fits
0: in. There's um, something i would wanted to talk about for weeks, and this is very going to veer off course and get back in the Marvel realm. I've been on this uh, Jonathan Hickman kick for about two months now. And I want to say he, he's probably Marvel's best writer of the past 10 years. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff, they've pulled up on a lot of his stuff for the MCU, and it looks like they're going to be pulling on a lot of it, even more with the Kang stuff coming up. Okay. He had a book, one of his first books under Marvel was called The Shield and the Secret History of S.H.I.E.L.D. And one of the things he said with Marvel is, He'll he'll write these very long arcs, but he puts the toys back in a box the way he found them and he'll make a few changes. But with this one he didn't. So but his version of Shield, SHIELD is founded by King Tut. Funny. And it is to fight off alien invasion. The, the premise of the organization is still the same, but it starts back then. And then it is passed on from him to like Michelangelo, Galileo, Leonardo da Vinci tesla um reed richard's father uh stark's father and they come to a point where there's like a schism in the in the the group where one is trying to prevent the end of the uh, end of the world and the other is like we'll do what we can but if it comes it comes we're just because everything at some point has to end And it turns into this fight between Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo, who have found ways to live forever, trying to divide the group. That story runs through like seven other different arcs. But the cool thing in this is that when Fury finally gets a hold of it and realizes. And then you can see where they took um, a lot of Captain America Winter Soldier, how he realizes that. At some point, Hydra takes over Shield, and he finds out the true history of the organization. And he's like, "No, I'm going to reshape this into what I need it to be, but still maintain all those resources." Um, the first two books of it are on Comicsology, so folks, yeah. if you do have Comicsology, you take that out. What's it called? What's, what's it called? Like, what's the series called? It's called Shield: uh, The Human Machine. Okay. Oh, okay. And then once it gets to like the the Nick Fury stuff, you'd have to purchase it. The other is New Avengers and New Avengers and Secret World and Secret Wars. Okay. Like if if he also did, he also did House of X, didn't he? I think I know he's doing the new X Men where they get their own like island nation. Right. So, folks, if you do want to get like a little primed up for what's coming in the the phase 5 definitely read Jonathan Hickman's New Avengers which they talk about the Incursions that's where the Incursions come from and Secret Wars and also with the Fantastic Four up. one of the things, and I didn't know this when Kang is talking to Loki and Sylvie about how they had the multiversal war it comes from Hickman but in Hickman's version it's it's basically Reed Richard's grandfather who had who ends up at the end of time, and Amortis is like, you're not supposed to be here, but since you and all your other versions are here, you have to fight to the death, and whoever lives can run this thing. Oh, wow. And then that's how you end up with one winning out and becoming king. Huh and i'm very interested to see if they play that out and this kang is reed richards grandfather i mean reed richards fa- father yeah um well i
1: mean i don't know you know i know we have you know kang is kind of going to be the big bad in in phase 6 and you know there's x-men coming in that in phase 6 so who knows
0: yeah so, but it's it's so, folks, if you've got a Comicsology account, just look up anything by Jonathan Hickman, but specifically Secret Wars. And, um, and briefly, about the Secret Wars is phenomenal because the new Avengers leads into it where they couldn't stop the incursions, but Doom is like, I'll take the pieces of these worlds that are broken, put them together, and at the end of all that, they find the powers of the Beyonder. And it's him and Strange. And Strange says, whoever takes these powers is going to become a god. And Strange can't bring himself to do it. And we all know how Dr. Doom is. And Doom is like, gladly. Yeah. And he pretty much becomes... He's like, like, I got this. Don't worry about it. And the first thing he does is takes Reed Richards' life. He makes Sue his wife. um, He gets rid of Johnny and Ben. And he takes Reed Richards' children. And when Reed finds out, he's like, the world, the universe was collapsing. And the fir- only the first thing you could think of was taking my life. Like, that's how much you hate me. It is phenomenal. The writing's phenomenal. Artwork is great. Please check it out, folks. Please check it out. Um, yeah, that was my spiel, my soapbox. I just really, like, haven't been going out lately, so I've just been diving back into reading comics a lot. Um, also, oh, the new Captain America. Last thing I'm going to say about comics. It's now split into two books. Sam is international cap and uh, geez, I'm I'm thinking of Chris Evans. Steve Rogers is basically American cap but still trying to figure things out because he's also still dealing with the fallout of oh crap, I was the president of the United States and a Hydra guy and everybody hates my gut so I'm going to you know, travel the world and work with the working people and try to figure things out, me and Bucky. Very, very, very good. Very good. Like, Cap, it's kind of sort of like how me and you, our Batman, we grew up with, like, okay, he's fighting mobsters in the street and bank robbers. Very, very good. So if you get the chance check that out too, folks. Um, What have you been, like, watching, reading, or getting into or playing? Um... I don't know, not honestly, probably not much.
1: Um you know, just trying to catch up on uh, on the MCU shows I and mean, we we talked about that and and I can't say that I've really dived into anything new in the last couple of weeks other than um you know House of the Dragon.
0: What did you think about that? How was it? Oh, it was amazing. It was so good. Now is this done by the same people that were doing um the first show? No. Can you tell that? That's the why it's good. Okay. <laughs>
1: um yeah, no the these this is definitely um, this is definitely a better I think a better writing room um and a better group of showrunners, a better pair of showrunners. And they're working very closely with George R. R. Martin, who, you know, created this universe and wrote wrote the book that this series is based on okay. and um, and and the difference between this and Game of Thrones so Game of Thrones Game of Thrones is based on a series of books called um, a song of fire and ice and they they kind of out outpaced the books um, by the end of the fifth kind of beginning of the sixth season and so after that they were kind of like Going off on their own, and that's when the quality really started falling down. This series is based on a on a book that's complete. <laughs> um, okay. so they know so, where they're
0: supposed to be going.
1: Yeah, so so if you've read, if you've if you're familiar with the book, as I am, like you know where the series is going, and so it's not about it's not so much about the surprises as it is about how they're going to do it um, and how they're actually going to you know bring this bring this to life and uh, if the first episode is any indication it's uh, it's going to be really really good um, they've done a really fantastic job casting it this show has about 10 times the budget of Game of Thrones Wow! Um, so they're spending a ton of money on this thing um, and it's, it's really really going to be fantastic and uh, so I'm going to be doing a weekly um, kind of recap show um it's called green and black and the reasons will be uh, discussed on that show. Um, and it's just going to be, you know, just my thoughts on what happened that week, where it's going. I'm going to be bringing, you know, um, you, you're going to come in hopefully for a couple of episodes. Um, maybe some other people are going to come in for a couple of episodes. It's only 10, 10 episodes this season. And, uh, I really felt that I just wanted to kind of do a kind of a follow along on this show because uh, I think it's going to be really good. Sounds good. And it's, you know, it's one of these things. that's like, you know, all of us were so burnt at the end of game of Thrones and then it's like never again. And as soon as this thing, you know, as soon as this thing hit, it's like, I'm back in.
0: Yay. That's how I feel with John Madden football every year. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, I hope you folks stick around, check this thing out. Um, anything else you want to touch on? No, no. I think uh, I think I think we're good. Let me see what's coming out soon. We've got another episode of She-Hulk. Most of our major shows are done. You got uh, House of Dragon. I've got nothing. Pretty much comics. Um. Oh, folks, they pushed up the release date for Gotham Knights which I'm very excited about. Um, they didn't want to go up against Call of Duty. I think that release date was really close to Call of Duty. Even even though their sales have been slagging, you don't really want to be in that window. Uh, sort of like Shazam saying, we don't want to go up against Avatar. So it's now October 21st. I'm looking forward to it because just the concept that, you know, Batman is actually dead. They're pretty much doing the Court of Owls story without Batman. So, basically, the kids now have to take on the Court of Owls, which is, should be interesting. Um, so, yeah, uh, and it's four-player co-op. So, if you see me on, feel free to jump in. I think that's it for me.
1: Yeah, and I'll be, um, you know, I'm heading up uh, to New York in uh, in October to go to New York Comic Con. So, um, and, and it looks like it's going to be... Fairly comic heavy this year. Thank God. Um, you know, I mean, New York Comic Con is always more, uh, you know, comic oriented than like San Diego is, um, and it's also big, like really big with the cosplay. But um, you know, you have people, you know, like um, a lot of a lot of big name like comic artists, I guess. Yeah, the way to put it. Um, they usually announce, like, their new books, too, a lot there. Yeah, and a lot of them do, um, you know, like, a lot of them do commission work, and a lot of them do, um, you know, sketches and, and things like that, so it's, and, and it's just great to, like, just walk through Water Alley and just talk to these guys, see their work, look through their books, um, you know, look through the stuff that they did that, that didn't make it into a comic book. Yeah. Um, you know for for whatever reasons and stuff and it's 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 a lot of fun
0: if you're in the area folks you should definitely check that out um still haven't been maybe next year that to be on the list but uh that's it for me uh mr mike mr randall folks please still wash your hands and wash your butt yeah we don't want to go back through this again no we don't
1: Peace, peace out.